Greetings, everybody. This is uh, Chris Blunt. Um, you are now entering the podcast Elegance in Class. I'm trying to make that a thing. I really am trying to make it a thing because I always jump on stage when I'm saying it with the gentleman. And um, it's just cool to say. But um, welcome to Chris Thoughts, everybody. Um, I'm, of course, Chris Blunt. Um, today I have a, a, a different guest on here. Um, we met at a at a mutual mutual friends show, actually, and it was a pivotal show for me because uh, my girlfriend Julia Massey, once again, shout out. Uh, she had me on her. She was gracious enough to have me do a verse of her uh, from her album, and um, it really catapulted a lot for me in the city as far as what I did with music. Not and this gentleman came up here and he did his poetry, his spoken word poetry, and he just like I'm a big fan of vibes, right? And um, I met him backstage, and he was a pretty cool guy, and uh, the vibe was the vibe was very genuine, you know, and that's that's really cool. I'm also a huge fan of poetry, as you may have guessed, you know, with hip hop and and friends of mine who do poetry or whatnot. So this is a this is a poet of a different um, different type of vibe, different type of swag. In a sense, and uh, we're gonna sit here and interview him. So, uh, without further ado, I'm gonna introduce the man, the myth, <laughs> the wanderer of sorts, um, Jay Davis. Everybody, How, how's it going, Jay? Hey, Chris, it's going well, man. Thank I'm, you very much. Uh, thanks man. for having me here, man. Excellent, yeah. man. Thank you for coming all the way out here, man. I hey. appreciate it. Uh, Tacoma is is very far from um, North Bend, right? North, North Bend's where I'm at right now. North yeah. Bend, man. So yeah, thank you for coming in after. Um, Afterward traffic, man. So I appreciate that, dude. Oh, uh, like, like, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I've been through, uh, you know, I'm at, a, I'm at a really good place in my life, actually. Excellent. Yeah. No, it's, That's dope, it's, man. It's, 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 uh, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like asking it's, poets. Yeah. Life, life's not always, <laughs> life's not always like that. No, no, no. You know? Life isn't. And, and right now it's, uh, you know, I'm taking things pretty easy. Like, uh, dope. yeah, I'm still engaged, but. Yeah, yeah, it's not pressing. Just really more hard. in your own. You doing your own thing. Yeah, and it's just not pressing on me really hard. You know, like sometimes it, it, it can press. Yeah, you know, yeah. I understand. I understand, man. All right, so listen. What I like to do in general is like take people on a uh, like a journey in a sense, and we're gonna go around and talk about. I definitely want to talk about your past, your present, how you how you came into being of yourself. So I I really would like to start off with like um, let's let's start off from the beginning, man. Like where you from? Well, I'm from uh, Cedarville, California. Where, where is where I was born? It's where a, is that? Like it's, northern? A, it's Northern California, a little okay. ranch and ranching community there, cattle ranching. Okay, cool. cool and cool. Uh, a lot of a lot of your listeners, if they go to Burning Man, might recognize it because it's the last stop before oh, before the Black Rock Desert. Oh, okay, co- coming from this direction. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, so a lot of like psychedelic drugs. Well, <laughs> if, if they're going to Burning Man, not so not so much in Cedarville. It's pretty straight up, you yeah. know, redneck uh, gotcha. cattle cattle ranching. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 And so then you you ended up out out here. Yeah. So yeah. my my mom moved to North Bend when I was five, and so mm-hmm. I, I ended up going through the school system mm-hmm. uh, out there. Ba- I went back and forth between Cedarville and North Bend. Um, okay. And I graduated down in California, but oh. um, I did my junior year and okay. and, and whatnot and back and forth. How was it going yeah. back and forth like throughout you know, all the time? I don't know anything different. Yeah. Right. So uh, my sister, she's three years older than me. We traveled together, mm-hmm. and uh, we became we're close. You know. We're, yeah. But you know, for the most part, it was really cool because people look forward to me coming back. Yeah. You know, and uh, 
and I get and I look forward to coming back and get to see my friends and yeah know, yeah and yeah. did you did you kind of do you have like I don't know it's sort of like almost like a dual citizenship in yeah, a sense it, it's it like because you you live like different lives you know California culture is is different, different. from Washington yeah culture. yeah no yeah. And, you know and it was a logging community when I was when I was growing up out there mm-hmm. you know it was, uh, when I was in high school that's when the spotted owl oh, okay. Uh, controversy went down and and the logging industry was really impacted here in the pacific northwest interesting Um, but snoqualmie was you know warehouser was out there and it was it was huge so that's that's so it was both both communities were kind of blue collar rural americana yeah white you know oriented um Mm -hmm. yeah and you know i i don't know down there in cedarville there fort bidwell's a an indian reservation so so i knew a lot of a lot of paiutes Okay. Grow, growing up and i'm still in touch with a few of them now definitely you know but uh yeah just that's you know awesome. but definitely different cultures you know yeah okay yeah. when was um did you end up like when you graduated from high school when you first became into like like young adulthood yeah so how was how was that yeah i went nuts okay right <laughs> you know i i was i was a straight a student Word. you know and i and i was i was kind of coming on to it going through high school but you know i had a really I, high school was easy work right you know like i had i was reading ever since i can remember mm-hmm. and you know both my parents were teachers oh okay. you know so a high school curriculum for me was just was butter you know yeah. and i could i could screw off mm-hmm. and still still get my straight a's and uh you know i started getting in trouble my senior year a little bit but not enough to derail me yeah and then i, I went to uh uc davis down there in california okay and uh just i was went off, i went off the well i went off the rails man i was just i was drinking and smoking oh, pot and, yeah you know chasing women like like a I, young, I, like a 20 year old like a, like an 18 year old 19 year old kid yeah. man I, but you know i didn't pay any attention to school and mm-hmm. so i got kicked out after my first year down there uh. Uh, and, you know, but that led to my first real uh, see writing writing yeah. uh, interaction. I mean, I'd been writing, but I did yeah. the same thing. Like I went to Nickel State, and I I left after a year, but I didn't have nearly as much fun. Like it was just like just just the shock of being on my own. I was like, I had to get out and do shit, you know. So I would go to a party here and there, but I don't think I lived it up. I, yeah. Like I was like. In theory, I actually partied more when I went back home and got a job, you know, because I was like, but yet I had that balance of responsibility. I knew that, like, all right, rent had to be paid or else, you know, I'm screwed and I wasn't going to live back with my mom again because that was terrible, you know. So it was just it was weird. But I also had like a liquor budget. Which was, nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Which is you know, that's a well. good balance, though, yeah. you know, like I. I don't know. I've spent a lot of my life totally out of balance. Yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, and it's and it's it's not healthy. No, it, no it's it not. I mean, yeah. we all trust me. I spent a lot of bullshit. I have a lot of bullshit years. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. It's like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I look back at it, and uh, you know, like I made some good friends. I'm still I'm still in touch with some people Word. from them there that that year. Yeah, and uh, you know, my buddy my buddy Stoney, we're we're close. You know, Word. we're tight. Um, but you know, I didn't really accomplish anything that year. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I just I burnt a year. Um, but it, you know, it positioned me into a, 
it put me into a spot where I, I ended up actually being pretty creative. Like okay. I started, I started writing quite a bit after I got kicked out because I, I didn't have, I had a job. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't have schoolwork. Indeed, you know? indeed. Did you? Yeah. Were you always into like creativity, like as a kid? Or you know, that? yeah, I'd say like I really started working with uh, with lyrics. You okay. know, some friends and I would write songs and stuff going through going through high school. Yeah, um, and and I wrote I wrote a bit, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, but yeah, I writing the songs and stuff. You know, that was. Uh, that's what we would do for fun besides yeah. besides you know besides like skipping school and shit but we would skip school and go write songs together yeah like, you same know, yeah. same i would skip school and just randomly freestyle with friends <laughs> and just bs like it yeah. was such i was such bullshit yeah it yeah. was like <laughs> you know but it, you know it was uh it was something that it was like yeah, we enjoyed it enough to like risk risk trouble for, exactly you know and i think we like the risk too yeah i think yeah. i think yeah. every kid is really into like pushing those boundaries. Um, I know my kids like getting on my nerves. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> so right. Yeah, it's totally. sort of like it's like how far can I push this? And then go, oh shit, that's a bit much. I don't know if I should do this. You know? Oh, so, too far. Yeah, yeah, too far. Yeah. And you know, some people are just into like adrenaline. You know, I think adrenaline is a big thing. You know, you just want to feel like you're alive and that you can make your own decisions, especially when on a regular basis you can't you know yeah 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 um, i think that's probably you know a lot of what happened when i left the left the nest so to speak yeah you know and, and there's not a you know there weren't a lot of repercussions like, yeah so yeah yeah it's true it's true um all right so like like i, I definitely want to get into the poetry is like the beginning of the poetry or whatnot um you you do a lot of poetry what is your style particular so I guess that free verse, I would free have verse. to go with something like that. You know? Yeah. Uh, stream of consciousness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dope, that's dope. A, that's where, where I like to be. Which yeah. is actually, you know, obviously a popular format. Um, a lot of people yep. do slam free verse and some people do straight stanzas and things like that. How did you kind of gravitate towards that particular style? Well, you know, I've never I've never done a slam. Oh, and I'm, really? I'm wicked yeah. intimidated by a lot. Of, a lot of people don't. You know, well, a lot I, of great poets don't. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm intimidated. There's some. There's a lot of talent out there, and like seeing talent as like as a competition, it's mm-hmm. like it's scary. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I went for like the stream of consciousness and kind of trying to do something true to like my my organic form to my resonance, yeah. as opposed to putting it into um, a pre pre made form. Yeah. Um. I think some of us informed by by being exposed to the beat poets, mm-hmm. you know, um, Kerouac and Ginsburg, yeah. and 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 then just kind of a rejection of conformity, mm, you know, and, and wanting to see wanting to see something more organic. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, when I first heard you, like, one of the things that immediately catches catches everybody's your voice. Like you have such a like a deep silky tone. Well, thank and you. So that's yeah. one of the things that catches up. Y'all listening, everybody? Like <laughs> that shit is butter. And so, um, you know, it was that, and it sort of like it was when you were performing. It was reminiscent of of a Gil Scott. You know, and Gil Scott is actually one of my favorite poets who doesn't Ma- like, amazing poet, amazing poet. Yeah. The very yeah. like I loved him because he was straight up with people. Um, even in his own, I think his last album, I knew I'm new here. 
it's one of my favorite albums of all time and it touches me so because um they my him and my father died the same year and i remember like putting him on to that album because he was a fan of gil scott in general yeah yeah and it was and it helped me before and after his death you know so it was um so it was definitely it was kind of like uh i guess the word is triggering to hear to hear you do your poetry and i was like oh man that reminds me of dude man so it was just good to kind of get that vibe from you well you know and that's something that really led me into wanting to perform my poetry more Mm -hmm. and more um was people respond that way yeah you know and you know to have somebody respond in a positive way to your art yeah absolutely yeah there's something so gratifying about that it is man i think um props on that and it it made for a lot of times i mean we obviously we don't do this just for fans we do this for ourselves but i think the the icing on the cake in a sense is when you when you find that someone resonated with your words yeah the affirmation and you know yeah and you know yeah stroke the ego too like that absolutely oh no 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 but i think you know there's something i had a friend reach out to me like right after i started reconnecting with people uh, Mm -hmm. on online and uh so i don't know 10 10 12 years ago or something word and he reached out and said you know out of people i know i think you're the person that's affected me the most Mm. you know and and interesting you know and and to i I can't remember who said it but like you know to to touch one person in the course of your life is is it's there's something so um real about that and like absolutely meaningful yeah it's it feels uh it's a spiritual experience it is it is yeah because it it feels like i think part of it feels like you give your life a little bit purpose yeah um yeah yeah meaning when you affect when you affect others you know um and that's something that like nobody could really you can't you can't fake that right you know what i'm saying we we were talking earlier about like you can't buy it but it costs but it costs yeah yeah Yeah. But it's, it's definitely something that I, I think is is definitely worth it. I remember when somebody identified with, like, some of my lyrics, and I was like, first of all, I was like, really? <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah, but um, yeah. but it, it was heartwarming, and it, and it meant a lot to me, man. But it can be really surprising, too. Yeah, Because, like, I feel like sometimes I'm really, really out there. And, yeah. and then when other people are, like, read through my stuff and they're like oh mm-hmm. i like this one and yeah. i'm like god i hate that piece yeah. you know like who are some of your i know and does and, that make sense yeah because like, i'm like how did really you thought of that? <laughs> you like that what you, okay <laughs> i guess um yeah. i guess it worked like and then you almost gotta like fake it like i meant to do that yeah yeah that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love it man i love it um i was just like i want to ask you like who are some of your influences like yeah, what, well, I mentioned, what I mentioned you in the general? beats, you know, that got that got me into it. Yeah, um, I, I personally, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Maya Angelou's. I, oh, th- I think that her yeah. her work's just fabulous. You yeah, know? absolutely, she's monumental. You know, and uh, great part of American history. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I I got turned on to Pablo Pablo Nurada, mm-hmm. who I who I really appreciate. Um. You know, in, in school, when we were reading, I, man, Poe, Edgar Allan Poe yes. just killed it. You know? I think like, Edgar Allan Poe was like my shit because I was such an emo-ass kid. Yeah, um, no, he, was, he was a, you know, but. Dealing with, like, I, discussing everything from heartbreak to guilt to his actual life being somewhat of a 
of a Poe story in itself. Right. You know, he like, almost lived his lived one of his, his yeah, stories. Yeah. yeah, he almost lived one of his stories, and he his his demise was like crazy. Like reading about it is actually sad. Like it is. But when, yeah. when you go through all this stuff, I don't think like. They haven't really done his story. It's always interesting to talk about his life and see what what it would be like. Like if someone made a movie about his of his life, yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it has been. It, done. No, it, someone tried to do it with Jack Cusack. Okay, with, with the crow, it it sucked. Uh, yeah, uh, it was trash. But like, <laughs> and they tried to like make that the twist ending, like it's about how he died or some shit like that. But I was like, nah, it's it's not good. I think they if they went at it, I think it would be a good look. Um, because it's a great story, and even years after the fact, it's still compelling. He still has so many compelling stories. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, it does. Well, and, and one thing that got me was like, you know, he he used very unique forms. Like they mm-hmm. they they would be unique to each each poem. Yeah, and uh, but the the structure was as important as the as the word choice mm-hmm. or the or the syntax. You know. Yeah. Um. That so it was like architectural almost mm-hmm. you know and yeah and so you know i've tried to do that in some of my work too but Dope. that's that's more challenging you yeah. know and 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 i like it it's a it's another exercise but for the most part i do a lot of stream of consciousness and Good. i really got into doing like in, invocations okay um yeah. like just for the moment yeah. so there's a lot of stuff i've done that's never been recorded mm-hmm. never been written down yeah. and uh and you know but still um, lives. Yeah, it lives through the people that were there. Yeah, you know, which yeah. I think that's that's beautiful. Um, I, I I think people get too much into recording moments and not really sharing the actual moment or having the moment. Yeah, taking know? taking pictures and yeah, you know, and and, 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 and we've know, all done it. Yeah, obviously. well, and the recording process is like mm-hmm. it's that's a whole another experience. You know, it's like being yes. being in front of the camera. Yes, you know it's all. It, it changes. It changes the situation. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I went to. Uh, I remember going to a Dave Chappelle concert out here in Seattle, and like he was, he was very strict. There was like no phones, uh, and so you know we put our phones up. Right, uh, they had it locked away, and I still thought it was such a great experience because uh, Dave Chappelle it yeah, has to be awesome. It was. Yeah. It was. It was awesome to have Dave Chappelle, but not only that. I, I had to, you know, I talked to my date. I enjoyed myself, like had a present. good laugh. I yeah. was present in the moment, and to be present in the moment um, enhanced the experience. You know, so I love that, and I appreciate that so much about art. It's one of the reasons why I love plays so much. Um, a really good play can change your life. Yeah. It really can, and you, you're you focused on the craft. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, the so, theater, the live theater is uh, yeah. something really special. Theater, yeah. is, theater is great, man. I, I definitely am a big fan of it. Are you um, into, like, a lot of the scene in Seattle? So the, the scene in Seattle, I've really only, I've touched a little bit of it. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly mostly the music, you know. Yeah. Um, and and it's, you know, it's a, it's a dense scene in Seattle. Mm. There's a lot going on. Yeah, um, there is. But yeah, the music scene I, I've been getting into a little bit. I've been back since uh like two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen. I've been okay. back here in Seattle and you know, I, I 
I haven't done too much poetry really. I started. Mm-hmm. I did some. I did some stand up for a little bit. I was hitting. This, oh really? Yeah, that was fun. I was, that was that was just for fun. Just yeah. Kicks. Just, but so I was hitting open like uh, stand up open mics. Yeah. And that that was a pretty good time. That's, That's pretty tough. awesome. That's tough to do. No, stand up is tough. Yeah. I was I was just interviewing a uh, comedian last yeah. night. Props. And man, shit. I could get like three four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then I try to get yeah. it longer. And I, like I had a decent three minutes. Like yeah. I wasn't getting anything thrown at me at least yeah a- <laughs> maybe get a laugh or two but but it's like trying to, to get try. it longer than that like yeah. it's it's so hard yeah, yeah it's um it's it's definitely you you really respect the craft when, when you have to do it, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i was like shit i can't do it <laughs> i can't do it. i mean i'm kind of funny right but i'm not stand-up I, comedian i can funny. sit around and laugh with my friends exactly i can't hold it down for half an hour nah, no way i'm good yeah i'm good i think that is yeah. It takes a special type of skill, yeah. You know, uh, to to do that, man. I had um, so like, all right. So take me back. You had you had arrived back in Seattle. Oh yeah, around about, 2014, yeah, 13, four, four years ago, yeah. five years ago. Yeah, where were you before then? I was out out in uh, Massachusetts, out in Western Massachusetts. What brought you out there? First of all, a, a woman. Okay, yeah. got you. Yeah, got you. yeah. I went out there. For, I went out there. A lot of moves. Yeah, went yeah. out there. Got married. Yeah, um, we met here in Seattle. Word, and then at 2001, September 11th, we were living together, and uh, her brother happened to be, he worked in the in the World Trade Center. Oh, and she couldn't get a hold of anybody. Yeah, not any of her family at all for mm. for like two three days. Yeah, you know, which is nerdy. and uh, it nerdy. turned out he was fine. Yeah, um, but you know, really, I mean, it impacted all of us. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, you know, okay. September 11th, 2001 was. But definitely for y'all it, it, having such a close But for connection. her, well, like it just, and so I don't know, I'd say like three, four months after that, she was like, you know what, I got to I gotta move back to the East Coast. Mm. And uh, I said, well, I've, I've never been to Massachusetts. So I'll go with you. Yeah. You know? And so we moved out there in 2002, the end of 2002, uh-huh. and got married and Split up in 2007. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's life. It, it happens, yeah. And, and, uh, and it, but, you know, I met a really good community out there. Yeah. And again, you know, like, I got, you know, when, when I, when I get kicked down or the rug gets slipped out from mm-hmm. underneath me or whatever, I find myself in, getting involved in the creative community. And, yeah. And it, uh, it not only sustains me, it gets mm-hmm. me through, but it like, it like feeds me. Did, you know, indeed, you know what indeed, I mean. Like yeah. I, I get, I get so much value out of it, and maybe even want, you know, uh, a, a desire to live and mm-hmm. and, and be. You know? I, yeah, I, I could definitely agree with that. I, um, I lived in Dallas for four years, and I wasn't a huge fan of living in Dallas. I had a lot of things going on, just some personal shit, and then like, I, I wasn't connecting as I'd like with with family. Um, and some friends were far away too, you know, and even, even the friends that I met, it wasn't exactly like, like, oh yeah, I'm safe now. Like, and I think part of it is that I needed a way to get out. I needed a way to get my, my thoughts and my emotions out and share art because that's therapeutic when you're around other creatives. It really you know, is. And, yeah. it fe- and it feeds. Like, I find when I'm, the more creative people I'm around, the more mm. I'm creating. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It really inspires. I, I always see steel sharp and steel. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's one of the things where it's like, oh shit, this person's doing this. So I remember going to this place and I would um this strip mall and this dude that owns um a studio, like Big T studio, and it was like a place where 
literally like pimps would hang out and um and rap artists and all, people who sang you know sang gospel but that but we would all just hang there and we all did different things you know um but it was like it was just great to share that energy everybody's being creative people are working on albums thing people are working on different like just just different pieces art pieces things like that but it was so cool and i found myself drawn to there and i would like to think it 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 kind of saved me from moments of despair, yeah. you know, because yeah. I was I went through some dark periods over there uh, while living out there, and it was just it, it got to, it got me. Yeah, and that's know? you know that's what I found in uh, in in Massachusetts. Yeah, you know, and so uh, like I stuck around for another five years. Yeah, you know, and just yeah, it was awesome. I got involved with the music scene is what got me into it first. You know, I, yeah. went, I went out and uh, I remember I, I was living on a friend's couch. Mm-hmm. And uh, just trying to put it back together, yeah. And, and I was being really careful. I wasn't. I wasn't going out partying. I was like, I wasn't drinking a lot. I was being really careful because I knew, like, mm-hmm. I could go. I could go off the edge pretty easily. Yeah. You know? yeah so yeah. I was just trying to watch my watch my back. Yeah. And and it was like guys night out from work. They're like, let's all go out. And I'm yeah. like, all right, all right, I'll go out. Mm-hmm. And I ended up running into this band, you know. And and I was like, wow these guys are great and this scene is great. You know, they had people were dancing and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I hung out with them, got introduced to some other local bands. Yeah. And, uh, then I, then I started a, an open mic, a poetry open mic. Dope. And I, I hosted that for a little over a year. Yeah. And <clears throat> that really, that was, that was an awesome experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I imagine, man. It was it was so cool, awesome. man. We do it every Monday night, and I just called it Poetry Night. Yeah, and uh, had a little art studio that was all volunteer run, <laughs> the Zeitgeist. But uh, yes. you know, it, and God, it was it was you know watching people like people would show up that were musician friends of mine, like drummers. Yeah, would show up and they'd be like. Oh man! And then the next week they'd be like, "I wrote some poems," you know, because yeah, everybody exactly. was just—it yeah. was just feeding itself. That, is, you know? that yeah. inspiration is key, man. Yeah. Like it was just. What do you think about the, like the, the scene there? I love good community. I love good artistic communities, man. Yeah, it's, it's good. So the scene there. What, what part of um, Massachusetts? That Western is is far western Massachusetts. So okay. it's right on the border with New York, uh, Berkshire okay. County. Yeah, and you know it's. It's not as populous as the rest of Massachusetts, but mm-hmm. from being from the West Coast, yeah, it's still pretty dense, yeah. You know? uh, but yeah, small community, and you know, it was it was a good scene, man. There, there's some rap going on out there, mm-hmm. you know. There's uh, some rock and roll. There's there's a lot of lot of visual artists, a lot of mm-hmm. painters and and collage artists and and things like that, and um, it. You know, there's some in, there's some in politics and things. Oh, you absolutely. Know, and, yeah, and, you get it. Yeah. But for the most part, it's pretty positive experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do you think that the overall scene in, in Seattle is, well, is well, like, I, motivated, like, or, or just more close-knit? I, I, you know, I see I see a lot going on in Seattle, and there's so much talent, you know. And, and, there is. And... And there's 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 a lot of competition, yeah. You know, um, and I think you're gonna run into that in any city, yeah. But there, I think there's also a lot of cross promotion, mm-hmm. you know, like visual artists and and musical artists and and writers, like I'm always big on collaboration, like cross pollinating, you know. Yeah. And 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 I think you know, 
I think it's a good scene. I think it's healthy. Yeah, you know, I, I really do. I appreciate this music scene. It, it's been pretty cool. The people I've been, majority of everybody has been cool. Right. I can't say everybody. Not I would, yeah. Yeah, I would say the majority of um, artists have been pretty cool, and I appreciate them. Um, I understand that, like, you know, definitely going to have your clicks or things like that. But I think that comes with the territory. Well, and, and Seattle is kind of clicky yeah, in, in general, yeah. you know, and it's not like rude clicky. No, it's but just it's like people jail. People like what they like, and, mm-hmm. and there's a little. Um, I am surprised. It's hard like, to break up some yeah, scenes, you know what I mean? It, yeah. I'm surprised who we ended up clicking with. Like, it's, it's an, I like, I, I always laugh because I was like, Julia, Bassie, and I, like, we're really not supposed to do songs together, you know. But uh, dude, you killed it. Yeah, thank like, you. Man. No, thanks, it was man. a great we, night. Uh, that was a great night. It was. It was uh, a good yeah. night. It was a great day, man. I really enjoyed it. Monumental, um, for me, you know. But it was just really cool, and I was so gracious because she's so different, very from yeah. what I do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and she was. She's always been like real genuine. I'm gonna get her. Uh, on this show at some point and we're going to chop be it cool, up that'll be a cool, ask a bunch one. of yeah. uncomfortable ass questions <laughs> it's, it's going to be great I'm going to get her to um, get her to spit some real truth out here but yeah she's really good with that she's yeah really and, and, and Julia Julia's been fabulous yeah like, so yeah I was to say how'd you, how'd you end up being her so I met her through through another band a friend of mine from way back uh-huh. uh, my friend Jared Monchin plays in, in a band called Red Heart Alarm Word. And I think him and Julia dated quite a while ago, mm-hmm. but they they play shows together here and there. And <clears throat> excuse me, that's all good. And uh, and so I ran into Julia Massey in the Five Finger Discount, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, this I, her 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 music is is awesome." Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's it's definitely unique to her. Yeah, I think you know, but lyrically, she she's. She's gifted, man. Uh, like she writes so. some. She writes some cool stuff. Yeah, she got bars, right? We'll give her that. She yeah. got bars. Yeah, and 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 then you know, so I started. I, I don't know how she got turned on to my poetry, but she always, uh, she always encouraged me, you know, and, mm-hmm. and tried to give me some exposure, you know, opening up yeah. her show and yeah, yeah, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, thank you, Julia. Yeah, it's yeah no th- problem. thank you, Jared, too, because. Yeah. Red, Red Heart Alarm. I don't know if you checked them out or not, but I had to check them out. They're, they're uh, they like to do what they call gruntry, okay, between grunge and country. But really, that I, sounds... I think of it as more like uh, it's more it's I don't know it's like pop it's like pop rock. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? It's, it's it sounds it, like a mix. It's smooth and and they're tight. And, yeah, uh, you know, there's some dance songs in there. I don't know. Red Heart Alarm. Though, shout out. Those Dude. guys are awesome. I was gonna yeah. ask, were there any like I don't know. Um, Speaking of music, I know you. You know you're in the music and and all the things. Like, were there any particular albums growing up that were pivotal to you? Straight out of Compton, man. Really? Yeah, straight out of Compton, and then uh, the Ghetto Boys too. You yes. know, yeah, man. Yeah, I got turned on to the Ghetto Boys when I was like eighth. Grade. I'm about to say you, you like straight out of Compton. I kind of yeah, like it was one big. could see because you know it was it was, it was so huge. huge. Yeah. And you you're in Cali, like you could be in Cali and not hear them, right? But like Ghetto Boys, that's impressive. But, you know, like well, we were listening to uh, you know Master of Puppets was a big one, like yeah. you know, and like and I still I still like that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, my friend Tommy Toya turned me on to the Ghetto Boys, and I was yeah. just like, "What is this?" Yeah, like, you know, Scarface's one of the best rappers it, for me. Like, so good, and I, you know, to this day, mm-hmm. like, you know, my my buddy Eric and I like we'll work together. Ghetto Boys Wednesday, 
Yeah, you know, yeah. If, if we get away with it, if you know, it depends on who's around because yeah, because uh, they can. It could be some people little, could it could make people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah I am all yeah. about that. Um, yeah. I still think like songs like "Mind Playing Tricks" some of y'all really introspective and deep. That you know, um, that's the one that caught me. Yeah, you know, I mean, it it was so like you know they had their moments, but I just remember hearing Scarface like uh, talking about you know day by day is getting harder to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I was just like, I remember listening to it and going through my little like. 14 year old existential crisis like you know what i'm saying like man i feel where he's coming but from. you could revisit it now uh, yeah you know and, and it, you and listen it, to it it stands up yeah it stands yeah. up um yeah. those are one of the few like those albums really still hold weight till yeah. this day yeah and even you know even the silly like chucky, chucky the chucky song, shit you yeah know, like it, it's it's so Bushwick it's Bill. so entertaining you know like exactly. bill is like super entertaining but yeah. like but it also for me it was like a you know, it was just a glimpse into a world I had I had no contact with. Yeah. You know, I did I, I didn't know it existed. You know, and I yeah. and I and Isn't I was beautiful? slowly it was slowly becoming coming yeah. out into pop awareness. You mm-hmm. know, NWA. You know, yeah. Like, I just always think that's out, a, you know? a beautiful thing about music. Um, I think that's why I love the originality of old music because people it, it's a they call it a golden era for me because you had such originality. With like within hip hop within rock, like I remember um, listening to like I would listen. I mean, I grew up in the hood, a black black neighborhood in New Orleans. So I'm in the South. I'm in the hood, and um, I remember listening to different artists and understanding their experience. Now, some shit was just white shit that I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get it anyway. You know, right. like like you listen to certain things, like you know, you had the hair bands, you had your Ozzy Osbournes and whatnot, and that wasn't my like that really wasn't my culture. And so I kind of shoved it off. But I remember when I heard people like, I remember hearing um, Nirvana and the pain in, in Kurt Cobain's voice and the stuff that he was saying about. And I was like, holy shit. Like, these guys know, like, it, it felt familiar. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's different from my world, but it really felt familiar. Like, I understood pain. You know what I'm saying? Because that was, we were all like growing up dealing with the human experience you know right. what i'm saying so i had that like you know the under the bridge by by um the chili peppers, the chili peppers. Yeah, that, that was, was a, that, was, that a, was a big one for me too heavy I one. Yeah. yeah so i was i was a fan of that um you know some of the, some of the old smashing pumpkin shit i, yeah, was, I never I was got into, into the pumpkin so much but i like, can see that though. it's because billy corkin is a douche <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's what i hear that's what i hear yeah, yeah. And I, and kind of a little bat that shit crazy too i think yeah, yeah. a little bit but, a little bit but you know i mean as a, as an artist though like he he did some great shit and he, and he yeah. touched a lot of people you he know? did he really yeah. did yeah yeah but he did i you know i never got into pumpkins that much uh-huh. and i was a little i was a little older so i was starting to hit i was in college when they started hitting on and Nirv- yeah. nirvana too yeah you know and i missed that i wasn't up here like you know i I have friends that, that were going into Seattle and shit mm-hmm. and, and uh, hitting up Mother Love Bone and, and yeah. shit like that. and You know, but I, I missed all of that. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. Who are some of your favorite artists today? Well, right now, you know, I, I've really, I've been on a poolside kick recently. I don't okay. know if you're aware of poolside, but those guys have been killing it for me this summer. All right. Um, <laughs> favorite artists today, you know, like, and I... You know, I have to go. I have to go with like local acts, man. Like, interesting. That's what yeah. I, that's what I like to do. You know, yeah. I, I like I like lo- local music and yeah, me too. 
you know, so, you know, obviously Julia and Red Heart, I shout those guys out. Yeah. There's an act called Dirty Dirty that I really get down to. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, you know, who I've been really, I've been hitting up a lot recently is, is, uh, is, um, Outcast, which, you know, Outcast, yeah, you know yeah. They're, they're, they're gone. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, but, uh, but yeah, they still but like. I, I've been hitting them up a lot recently. Absolutely, it's, I go, I go back yeah. every now and then. I listen to it. I love. Um, what are you? What's one of your favorite Outkast albums or songs? Oh God, you know, I I haven't been doing the album thing. I just do the Spotify, so I Word. couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I love. You know what song I get into every now and then? Return of the Gangster. Like it's like it's off of Criminal. Go listen to it, man. It's one of the best best verses. You know, I so yeah. I just got turned on to with the, those guys out of Atlanta, Migos. Migos, yeah, Dude, so good. They are so good. I, I I don't know nothing about them. I don't know their albums no, no, no. songs, but I hit they their Spotify are good. up, and yeah. I've just been like, oh, They're, yeah, it'll was, get me through some time. Absolutely, yeah. like Migos. Yeah. Um, I listen to Drake. I listen to a lot of it, man, because yeah. it's it's entertaining. That, it is, yeah. and it's it, <coughs> yeah, it's it's, it's actually a, it's pretty a good. different sound too. It's it like, is. They they've got something. I, I feel like they're like Bones' yeah. grandchildren. You know, yeah, uh, you yeah, know yeah, totally. Yeah, I, can, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I love I love Bone Thugs and Harmony back in the day. I realize I feel like Bone paved the way for R and B mostly, but like for a lot of rappers that you hear today, um, there's they're one of the more influential groups. Them Wu Tang, and then I, I've been into NWA. Alt J. You know Alt J at all? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm really into them. I yeah. I see them when they come to town. Dude, yeah, that's dude. A, they do a great show, like nice. un- unbelievable show. What's one of the I was gonna ask about? God, that. I don't like, know their albums. No, so no, no. Terrible. I'm talking about no. I was gonna ask about like best live. Dude, Alt J is amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. So I just recently got sober, right? Yeah. I, I, I got, a DUI, I got a DUI a year ago. So. Oh, that'll do it. Well, but I was asking for it. I was asking for sobriety, you know, help getting sober, and uh, yeah. and I got it. Yeah, you know, a, li- a little more expensive and, and <laughs> inconvenient than I wanted, but nobody got hurt. And, I understand. I and understand. I'm in a better place, so it's all good. But wonderful. But so I'd seen them like a year before, uh-huh. and you know, I was I was uh, partying for that show, and it was great. Mm-hmm. I had an awesome night with a really good friend, and then yeah. I went back and I saw him sober. Okay, and it was great. Yeah, it was still totally good. good. It was so good, and it was Man. my first concert, like first time going out to a concert, yeah. being being sober. That's really ever um, in my life. Yeah, were you nervous about that? Like, I was. I was, I was like, like, am I gonna am I gonna yeah. just hate this? Yeah, you know, like is this gonna like, be like? And, yeah. and there, you know, there was definitely like the the like, wow, you know, I would, should be having a beer, smoking mm-hmm. a joint or something. You know, there were those moments just because that's habit. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but. Man, their you know their music and their light show mm-hmm. and, and it, yeah, it was just what excellent. was the take us through that journey, man? Like, how was how was your uh, how was the I guess because just when when someone goes through a major change and they try to do something, um, there's there's the change that they have to deal with internally, which you know we all are familiar with with our changes in ourselves. But more importantly, what not saying more importantly, but what's more interesting is the people around you. How how so, did that go? So, every, like the people that are close to me, yeah, are happy. Yeah, you know they're 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 just really happy. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I, which is uh, flattering. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, um, and you know, and I I found like I still get kind of it's it's so funny because I get defensive and I want to defend like my drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. which is ridiculous. 
Yeah, but yeah, uh, but it's it's. But it's I'm like, saying every it's natural to defend yourself. Well, right, but that's not myself. Yeah, right? that's, yeah. Uh, Does that make sense? Even but, when but, even when you're doing things that are not you, yourself. But that's how close you get to like when when you're when you're an addict and you like that mm. is your identity. Yeah, you know, and and to separate that to separate that use that activity from your identity, you know, it's it's like a surgical separation and. Mm. And and so you know it was a, it was an amazing insight for me when people would be like oh man I'm so glad mm. and I'd be I'd I'd want to get defensive and why would you want to get defensive when somebody's happy for you yeah you know what I mean and but so it's I, like I would, man, look at my, I would look at my feelings and my thoughts and just go like wow that's because it, that's really it seems like it's you know? right around the corner from an insult like oh man I'm so glad you guys you were fucked up you were such thing. a yeah, jerk yeah, yeah yeah but you know but they went you know yeah but it's not. No, it, it, no, that's not. But it seems like it. Yeah, yeah I guess. I, but I, I think yeah, I think because when people come from a genuine place of wanting to see you get better, see you get better, do yeah. better. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing, you know, and there's no reason to get defensive about that. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, is like when you're when you're not comfortable, mm-hmm. you're you're growing. Yeah, you know, and it's like you know, you got kids, you see them go through actual physical growing pains, right? Yeah, you know, where it actually hurts physically because their their bodies are growing, their mm-hmm. bones are growing. And it's the same thing with us, like emotionally and, and spiritually and psychically. Like uh, when when we're comfortable, you know, we're not growing. And so I should probably be careful of that because, like I said, right now I'm I am kind of cruising. Yeah, you know. Well, it's uh, life is a process. But this last man. year, has yeah, been, this last year has been intense. You know, I got yeah. I got my DUI in May of two, 2017, uh-huh. and like ten days later, my dad died. Mm. You know, and and it was just like last summer it was like wham bam, and I'm really glad that I was. Uh, going through it sober mm-hmm. you know because man i'm shit i might have killed somebody by now you know yeah. driving around and being stupid so yeah yeah it's you know but it's been a journey and it's been it's been incredibly rewarding you mm-hmm. know not not easy by any stretch but oh no 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 but it's, rewarding it's not... in, in ways i would never guess good yeah. yeah good man i think um i think society kind of villainizes people who are dealing with drug issues yeah. or addicts and i remember um well, they know, do some bad. We do bad. You know, we do yeah, bad we, shit when we're caught up. You know, that's true. But I think yeah. we become the butt of jokes in oh, a yeah. sense. Like people become the butt of jokes. So you have moments where, like, you know, you have a Whitney Houston where they they made fun of Whitney Houston until you know she died, and then afterwards, right? You know what I'm saying? Now somebody's watched the documentary about her, and, and that's you realize a, that's a sick woman, and, all, and yeah. you know, in all reality, that's a sick woman. Yeah, that you're making a sick fun woman. Of, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And y'all making fun of her, and, and you loved her when yeah. she was well, and now you're making fun of her when she's sick. Exactly. It's pretty twisted. Exactly. And yeah. she she had the type of life where you know she was victimized, like she was victimized as a child, to, to, and dealing with all that stuff from, and it forces you to deal with some things that. You turn the drugs, you know what I'm saying? If you don't turn in the right direction, it could destroy you. Um, Demi Lovato recently, of course, um, Demi Lovato is like a pop singer, and she had a um, like a heroin overdose. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know Demi. Yeah. I, I know the name. Well, not yeah. it's 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 beyond our ages actually, because right. I couldn't. I think I know like one or two songs, right. but like I know that she's like this pop artist. Used to be a Disney kid, grew up. So you know, it's that spotlight in from the spotlight. child. Yeah. yeah, in the spotlight for child. And you know, people are more sensitive, but. Even in the same token, like you know, you get your jokes here and there. You well, know what I'm saying? You know, so that that's something that you know i've I've been on on uh, on the 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 de, the de demonization of addiction yeah. uh-huh. to, for quite a while. Like, and 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 because it, it it's 
when we further ostracize people that need help, mm-hmm. they're not the less they are, the less they're the harder it is for them to get help. Absolutely, you yeah. know, and 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 it's it's a it's a really difficult one because there's such a stigma uh, attached to any sort of addiction, but. But then you know, I, I look at addiction as it's a it's a spiritual, social mm. uh, disease as much as it is physical, and there is a physical component to it. There is, um, a, you know, straight chemical component to it. But there's also like it couldn't exist in a vacuum, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I see I see greed as an addiction. Yeah, you know, I see people that get like real lovesick. You know, like I don't know if you've ever been. Oh, like no. that broken heart syndrome like oh yeah you're addicted you're addicted to the feeling that you get from from, <laughs> from that person or, Some people or are, your belief about that person yeah right? i think that um people have um new relationship energy addiction right and they yeah that's a good one Before, you know they, yeah they use that you know what i'm saying to a point where it's like oh yeah i'm into this and they, they're very engaging because they're trying to feed that addiction right you know what i'm saying and it's like ah oh, man and they end up looking terrible yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, because like, they use people. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah. and and like so, some addictions, like the the addiction to stuff, yeah, is is encouraged. Mm. You know, and but some Indeed. some addictions, like the addiction to heroin, is totally stigmatized as as subhuman. Mm-hmm. You know, and and none of these are healthy things. No, no, you no. know, the addiction to stuff is not a healthy thing, but it's no. huge. It's very rampant. Exactly. Know? Exactly. So, it you know, like. I, I don't know. It's it's something I think uh, at, that needs to change in our social structure and in our very language that we use to it talk does. about. And it, I, you know? I believe it will. Yeah. And I think it is. It, yeah. No, it definitely is. You know, like we can have a conversation about legalizing drugs uh-huh. and, and actually m- medically treating addicts. Yeah. Now, you know, twenty years ago, we couldn't have a we no, couldn't have a public conversation about like heroin addiction. No, right? It was all under the carpet, and yeah, so, you know, you could maybe have one about alcoholism. We but, would, you know, even yeah, that was kind of yeah. I was gonna ask, iffy. like, we were, we were discussing, like, uh, I was discussing that thing with my wife. We were talking about uh, my family. My family dealt with addiction in, in lots. I of think. Ways. I think. Yeah. I don't think there's a family on on in, in our culture that hasn't. Yeah. yeah no. Or doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Um, I think you know, but it. I seen how the crack epidemic um, really had a major tone on my family. When I, we we got into into discussions and uh, we we often talk like how do you how does one deal with that particular like that's so not, tough not man. that particular but just in general. And one person brought up the idea of legalizing all the drugs. But that, that's, I I feel yeah, that I, I feel that, that and I think that yeah. that would be cool because I I think that if it's we have to look at it as a disease. This is poison. Well, and and pri- mm-hmm. prison doesn't, doesn't doesn't change work. anything. It, we all know that. You know, well, yeah. people can't get sober in prison, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. You, you know, as well as, as well documented, there's there's still drugs and yeah. booze in prison. But absolutely. But uh, you know, like it can't. It has it, it has helped a few people, but for yeah. the 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 large numbers, it doesn't help. No, you know, and that's that's proven um, as well. Yeah. I think prison prison can make the situation worse. It, I. I I, well, I think yeah. you know we we've created a criminal class. Absolutely, having yeah. drugs be illegal, you know, uh, we've we've totally created a criminal class. And then that, once they yeah. get out, I think once they get out of jail, there's not much left for like people who who who've had getting felonies, a, getting a job, yeah. exactly. You, you can't know? get a job. Like people are just starting to get. I think um, they're helping out with voting rights. Yeah, but like imagine like losing your right to vote and all those things, and you don't you become disinterested in the political process. 
when you become disinterested in how the the country works, you become an enemy of the country. You know, right. uh, eventually, because you don't care. Right. Well, and why would you? The country don't care about you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why I was like, it shouldn't have never been that way. And I feel like it makes it feel, and I'm not trying to say, like, um, I don't like conspiracy theories all the time, but certain things seem seem very um, apparent. Well, and designed. Yeah. You know, and designed. Like, if Absolutely. You look, if you look at the results of the war on drugs mm-hmm. and, and the, the creation of a criminal class. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and, and, and our ballooning prison populations were you know and and like if you if you look at that then you look at the profit margins for mm-hmm. for 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 drug cartels yeah absolutely. right look, yeah. At, look at the profit margins for i mean they they actively lobby in dc to keep drugs illegal yeah. because it keeps their profit margins up mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you look you know and then you look at the all the agencies that get their funding from from this and then the private prison industry and you yes. know and it's just like okay like these are not positive results. No, and you know we don't want to build an economy we, off of locking people up. Yeah. The land of the free—that's really what we want to build our economy off. Yeah, of. no, we are the quote-unquote you know. land of the free. We have the yeah. most incarcerated people. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, what do you think about the current political climate? Like, do you think? I, I think it's fascinating. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think it was rather inevitable after having our our first black president. Mm. Um, that we would have. Explain we, we, that. We would have, a, yeah. Well, I think there was. A, I think there was a lot of conversation throughout throughout uh, throughout white America uh-huh. um, about that that. Yeah. As as that, a white that, man, I'm that, out, that, outside. Well, see, I never I never heard this. Yes, yeah. sir. I I would hear <laughs> I would hear references to it because I work blue collar and stuff, you know. Yeah. So I would hear references to what it. Are the whites talking. About you know. Well, I hear references <laughs> to you know people that were really unhappy that there was a black family in the White House. Mm-hmm. You know, and I never heard really nasty language, but I I do think around a lot of dinner tables. Yeah. There was some nasty language said uh-huh. about the black family that was in the White House from from quote unquote liberals, I think. Uh yeah, but from definitely from conservative. Oh, absolutely, definitely from conservative. You, you almost expected from most of the liberals I knew were really well. We were so happy to get get rid of George W. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now you kind of miss him. Oh, I you know like our current situation. It's but it's so so so. But it it's also like getting all the the cockroaches are getting caught in the light. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Like it's like enough rope. Yeah, absolutely enough rope to to hang it. Because it has to come out into the light at some point. Well, I feel Does that like, make sense that we have to have yeah. our, our our racism and and our 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 sy- systemic institutional mm-hmm. racism, you know, we and our whole you know the fact that like you know what thirty eight to forty six percent of our country builds its personal identity off of its definition of itself mm-hmm. through racism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and like that, we need to address that. Yeah. You know, because that's a huge portion of our population mm. that like their their identity, like the way they see themselves is is based. Yeah. It, off of off of racism mm. and, and being being better than the other part of humanity. Do you think I, I feel I like that's feel, that's a, yeah. very significant. That and is we don't, very. Nobody talks about that. I was going to ask about that, like because you have that and you have so many people who identify and that's the because I feel like that's the only thing they feel like they have over anybody else. Um, also, I feel like America, we have to face the ugliest parts about ourselves before we improve. Right. Much like getting like much like getting clean. Much well, like, it's a, it's like a back, it's a it's a back and forth thing. Yeah. Too. And, 
you know, like I, I was really pleased to see Obama come into office. Um, yeah, but we, you know, we still had illegal foreign wars going. You know, we Obama we're, still we're did still, some fucked up still shit. bombing all sorts yeah. of places. You know, the fucking whole mess in in Syria. You know, like yeah, it, like God. You know, the United States does nasty, nasty crap, and I'm yes. and I for one want to see it reined in. Yeah, I, you know, I, I those are my tax dollars. Ultimately, I'm responsible for those bombs landing on those people, mm-hmm. man, and I don't want that to happen. No, that does not benefit me at all. So, stop I mean, drones it, you know? became popular in and Obama. You Obama. know, like he he was he was drone bombing and yeah, bombing motherfuckers and people. You know, I mean, know? yeah, and everybody cheered when Bin Laden got killed, but like. Right. You know, it well, kept going. It kept you know, going. Exactly. You, know, well, you know, they've been fighting in Afghanistan for 60 years, man. Yeah. 60 years, mm. you know, and it's a proxy war between the United States and the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, now, a.k.a. Russia. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and China. China's, yeah, China. China's playing in there, too. We owe China so much money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and that's very real, too. You know, yeah. like China, China's the real, you know, it's it's the it's the it's the 500 pound bear in a room man mm. it sits wherever it wants right yeah like, absolutely like we won't we won't address them at all it's undeniable but like yeah. we can't be like oh but we're bigger better yeah we got sure we got more nukes but they got plenty yeah they got money <laughs> but, well and they got plenty of nukes it's like yeah you know nukes are not the solution man once, nah. once we hit mutually assured destruction yeah you know war war became obsolete yeah you, you got know? guns we got guns right? right and war became obsolete but we mm-hmm. still we can't we socially you know we can't progress yet and no yeah and, and so Th- like, that's a that's a great point you proved out you put out because you're right everybody has something Right, that can knock the other off the earth. Right, you know we can you all know? blow up the playground. Yeah, you know? and and uh, you know and it's, so, so that's what's frustrating to me about the mm-hmm. current political situation is mm-hmm. that we 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 have the technology to do things that are un- beyond our dreams. Yeah, right. And and I think personally, I think people like to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. So I like to see our leadership class get yeah. together and say, let's lead these people. Let's do something amazing. Let's go to space. Yeah. Like I really I really see space as like our salvation. I think I think so. I think right now there's a bunch of rich people trying to get the fuck away from us. Well, I um, I think yeah. right now, you know, like we got a bunch of rich people fighting over fighting over the coconut. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of taking advantage and being like, "Wow, we could really create something incredibly special, a long-lasting legacy for but the human race." You know? I don't think they're interested in that though. Like I don't think No, that, they they want a, they yeah. want to be the monkey that gets to fuck the coconut. Absolutely. Want, yeah. You know? Like Yeah. Yeah. That is a uh, it's quite the metaphor. So. It's, no, <laughs> like, yeah. that's what that's what's going on. Absolutely, you know, we've got yeah. we've got these rich people playing playing chess with the rest of the world mm-hmm. and and absolutely destroying yeah. not just humanity but the, the biosphere as well at the same time and Indeed. and you know and i think it's i think, think it's sad man do you think, think as far as politically politically like do you think a third party solution is inevitable well you know so i was a bernie fan yeah uh going into uh 2016 mm-hmm. and and i think i i think like i think the democratic party is is gonna get taken over by progressives I think that, so. that's what I think because like it, it's already it's it's well it's, it's already got the infrastructure mm-hmm. and and it's just a matter it's just it's just a matter of time. Man. I think people like, are upset with the status quo of the Democrats. Like yeah, the Democrats, there's not been a shining star yet. No, you know, no. notice like usually around this time you start peaking and like all right, this person is definitely going to run. Right. 
and we hear something we haven't seen that yet. Right. You know, I feel like when Bernie joined in the Democrats, it was sort of like um, when Pac joined Death World right out of jail. You know, like like because Tupac had been known for his um, you know, um, um, Me Against the World, which I think is his best album. Right. 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 But then he joined. Um, he joined. You know, Death Row. He obviously had the band power, and he was he was still somewhat Pac. But I think and this is about to be an unpopular opinion. I'm going to get a lot of shit for what I'm about to say. <laughs> all Eyes on Me is a sellout album. Okay. <laughs> by, by all means. I can, I, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's kind that. of like, a sellout album. Um, I, he was, I can't he was back a kid, you up though. on it, but I can see, I know. I, I can see with the metaphor that where you're going with that. Yeah, with you him. Know, I was like, so I didn't say that, that, that Bernie sold out. I just think that Bernie, Bernie tried to do the best to get the biggest audience he could, and he had... He had the crowd ignited, but what happened is the big boss fucked him over. Yeah, well, the machine, you know the machines went the to machine, work. Yeah, right? and the machine was the machine. Uh, well, and and it was interesting. Like you watch watch what happened there. You know, like that 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 that's that machine is obsolete. Right, like yeah, that, that machine, machine needs is, yeah. to be revamped. And, that machine and, did get revamped. And everybody got everybody, everybody got, got ruined. Got ruined on that, yeah, you know. Everybody got and, ruined. and I, you know, I think I think the Democratic Party, if it doesn't em- embrace the progressive movement mm-hmm. and really take that gestalt and move with it, I think it's going it's going to go away, and there will be a third party, and the Democratic Party will still be fighting for yeah you know, uh, for and, relevance, you know, and, and the Republican Party is really irrelevant too. Yeah, you know, it's really like he looked at the vast, but they have a stronger base because they're still a strong amount. Yeah, their their base is committed. They're committed. They're gonna ride that lie. They're they're gonna gonna ride it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like that's why. But the vast majority of our population doesn't vote. Yeah, true. You know, so really, what we have is every every election I've ever been voting in Uh has been uh, a what what do you call it a a default? You know, like. Basically, it's it's they're not legitimate votes because the vast majority is voting no confidence. Yeah, right. The vast vast majority is going. I have no confidence in 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 this in these people. Yeah. So give us another set of people. They're not. They're not. You know. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people that's felt what I good see, about this last. That's election. why I see the absence of vote is a yeah. vote of no confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think it should be really looked at the at like that, not like people not caring. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, why should I care when you offer me up, you know, these two chumps, yeah. man? Yeah. You know, yeah. like they don't care about me. Why should I care about them? No. Yeah. You know? I think with with Hillary, it was hard as at least I can speak from the black community. Not not everybody in the black community, but I think the general consensus of a lot of the black people uh, with Hillary were fucked it up for her was the whole Clinton administration and the, the jail you know what I'm saying? The the prison reform. Yeah. I think, uh, or the lack of prison reform. You right. know? Uh, I think that was a big thing, and it was one of the things where we remembered it. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, lot of homes were fucked up. A lot of people were in jail, ended up in jail for, for a long time for bullshit. Still in there. Yeah, still in there. Yeah. You know, and it was like, well, do we want that to continue? You know, and um, and then, you know, with Trump, Trump, they just wanted something different. Yeah, and no, I, I I get it. I now. get it. Like, I, I get yeah. that that's what people wanted. Yeah. I don't think that they they're yeah. getting anything different. I, I, no, they're not. They're yeah. not getting anything right. different. But they're getting I don't something. You, I don't think you'd really get anything different yeah. with Hillary. You know, I think no. I think with with the Supreme Court nominees, I think that that's 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 going to be difficult for the United States. 
Oh um, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think Hillary Hillary probably would have would have given would've us better, some better. I think we would have ended up with better better justices. I, I, uh, I, I, but I, other than that, I think it would still be business as usual. The, mm-hmm. the war profiteers would be making their money, and pri- oh yeah, private, Hillary, private prisons would be doing great. We'll definitely be yeah. doing a lot. Bus- business as usual. Yeah, man. business as usual. Yeah. I don't think anything. I don't see any. But the Supreme Court change. is significant. Yeah. Um. But at the, and then and then at the same time though, if the progressive movement really does get some traction, uh huh. And and we start electing lawmakers. The Supreme Court has to has to enforce the laws that are written. Yep. So they can't they can't say like Congress passes a law that says abortion is legal. The mm. Supreme Court can't say, well, no, it isn't, because it's yeah. if we make it a part of the Constitution, they yeah. can't do. They have to enforce it. I am really so, ex- I'm really excited. So their, their hands are tied. Exactly. If, if we if we elect the right people and we really go after it, we could really be progressive. Absolutely. So. I I think that this upcoming election. It's super important. Yeah, this is yeah, this is a big one. Yeah, yeah I, you know, you gotta, if, if you if if you don't vote, register to vote. If you know people that don't vote, register to them yes. to vote. You know, and yeah. and do do some research, man. It's worth taking your taking your time. Definitely, man. Yeah. I agree. I agree, man. Oh yeah. man, this is this has been good, man. See, you. <laughs> yeah, right? no, it's nice talking with that you. That was Chris, good, man. You know? I told you, you were right. Were you worried? Yeah, I, I was nervous. <laughs> I was excited. I was really, I was, you know, like you came out and you said. You said you were going to be doing this, and I was like, "Man, I want to be on a podcast." Yeah. <laughs> and so I hit you up, but you know, I've been wanting to catch up with you Definitely personally. Did. Anyway, it so, was good, man. Yeah. It was good, good catching up with you, man. I, I love hearing from you, and um, your story is actually very interesting, man. It's good to see you coming up. I'm glad that you are in like this this good place in your life. You know yeah, you know, like, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's been a journey, and you know, the creative process is still going. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, I haven't been creating as much. Meaning, uh, so but, <laughs> but I I find that happens, you know. Yeah, it, it's like ebb and flow. Yeah, it yeah. it comes in waves, man. Yeah. There's gonna be a moment where, I, but this is why I love being around creative people because it inspires us. Then, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you go out and, and work. I've yeah. I've been to shows and I went home and wrote some shit. Like, right, just because you're like, like, wow, that was wow, hot. That was yeah. hot. I I would wonder what it would be like if I added my piece to it, or I think I can do something better than that. You know right. what I'm saying? Or, something or it like makes that. you think of something that you've been thinking about mm-hmm. but haven't put down yet, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh wait! If I approach it like that, exactly. You know, exactly. yeah. You, I love. Form, I, I just love so the way much. art yeah. inspires other art. Yeah, me you too. Know, I, I think that's one of the greatest things about art and why it still thrives to this day. Yeah, you know? man. Um, what about you? As, I always ask, like, what is the future like for you right now, man? Like, what well, do, when you think about it, like, yeah, the future for me, man. Like, you know, I still got I. I I'm doing uh, carpentry for a living now. Okay, and good. I and I, re- I actually really like it. Yeah, and I still got you know I still got ten fifteen years physically barring a, barring an accident yes. where I can do that. But I really yeah. you know like I really I'm my future looks like me pushing my writing quite a bit because mm, uh, that's basically my retirement plan. Yeah, do yeah. you ever think about writing a, um, a book of either a book of your work? I you know I book? put together a couple different books here and there yeah. as far as like a f- straight fiction book. Yeah, uh, boy, that's that's a whole different that's a horse of a different color. I, yeah. I would love to do would, it. Would but you man, do nonfiction? Uh, nonfiction, I, I might do. Yeah, you know, that'll be good. There's man. a couple, couple things. You know, I, I would like to do something about my dad, mm. like about his life. You know, he was a pretty, pretty interesting guy, and yeah, and I'd like to get a lot of the stories down while the people are still around. Yeah, you know, I got you. So th- that'd be pretty cool to do. That um, is, that's that's a dope yeah, idea. Yeah, that's a dope yeah. idea. I think, um, as, as a person, I lost my father as well. Um, and I, so I feel like I can ask this in a, in a situation. Do you ever feel like 
there is a do you find similarities between you and your father post like in his journey or do you feel like you need to like I don't know I wouldn't say avenge but like carry on that legacy yeah since well you know you I've had, I felt yeah. that way when he was alive too yeah you know yeah and and, and uh definitely you know like I definitely feel like ex- expressing and and sharing what he shared with me mm-hmm. you know um the lessons, the lessons that I actually got from him that didn't mm-hmm. bounce off my thick skull, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, like, uh, yeah, I think you know, keep, keeping those, carrying those on, it's and, and sharing them with people because there, there's some valuable, there's some value in there. Definitely, man. you know, Definitely. yeah. So, I, I, some, I, some I, I fully agree. I'm, yeah. I'm real big on like, I don't know, man. It's just that whole like. There's sometimes when I'm, I'm inspired by my father, and I feel like in some abstract way he speaks to me. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. Dude, so yeah. check it out. So yeah. uh, just before Christmas, a friend, of my, a friend of my sister's was like, hey, can you get some pictures together and, and send them to me? I want to make an album for your sister. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, cool. And I opened up my, my – I got a box full of photos, you know. Yeah. I, I open it up, and I'm going through, and I find a card from my father from back in the 90s, right? Yeah. And uh, we, we lost a good friend, a good friend of my mom's, a person that – I I always I just still care about you know yeah and, and my dad wrote me a, a a card of condolence and he was like look you know I'm I know you're upset about losing Karen but what I want you to realize is that the phys- it's just the physical part of your relationship that's over mm. and 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 in all reality the physical part of our relationship is is such a small part of our relationship mm. and the rest of it is still alive. And then, so this is like that's, six months after beautiful. he passed and he's telling me this. Yeah. So yes, I don't. That's, that's, that's a good message right there. Yeah. 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 That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, man. totally. I, yeah. And I, I, I've had moments like that as well. Right. It's just where it's like that, you know, like, right. yeah, absolutely. it's, it's beautiful. And you realize how important energy is and spirits and, and connection and connection yeah. and connection. And that connection lives on. Yeah. Um, I've lost friends and, still feel their presence from time to time, you know? Yeah, all the time. And it's yeah. just, it's it's inspiring. And I think the best way to, I guess, pay homage um, is is to live. Yeah, to, to, live. to live to live well, to live as yeah. true to, to yourself as possible. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and that, I, yeah. I'm, I'm big. One of the reasons why I started uh, Chris Talks is because I, there are friends of mine who I miss talking to that I can't talk to anymore. Right. So in honor of them, I'm going to talk to more friends. Awesome. I'm going to I'm going to have conversations with people. That's you know? beautiful, Chris. So yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. So uh man, that that's such a beautiful story, man. Thank you very yeah. much for sharing that with us. Dude. My pleasure. Definitely, man. Well, uh listen, I'm about to say we had a good time. Yeah. All right, this is dope, man. Where where can people All right. So are you promoting so, What do you want to promote? So all real right. Quick? So I, I'm not up on on SoundCloud and Spotify yet, but I, I will yeah. be. I will be uh, here here this fall. Uh, okay. I, I I've been going by the stage name of Dirty Intel. Okay. Um. So you you can hit me up at Dirty Intel at Gmail. That is my email address. Nice, nice. And that, that that will be up there on Spotify. Mm. Um, and that's spelled just Dirty D- Dirty Intel. Yeah, all small all right. letters. All right. Uh, I don't know gotcha. if you remember Donald Rumsfeld and George W. Bush. The reason why we went into the Iraq. Yeah. Because there were no weapons of mass destruction. No. And Osama bin Laden was not there. No, he wasn't. And uh, 
we went and killed a whole bunch of people because supposedly both of those things were true. And when it was found out they weren't true, it was all blamed on dirty intel. Intel, yeah. So you could tell everybody it was my fault. Because <laughs> I let that shit happen. I just thought that it was It happened just, on my watch, yeah. man, you know. Personally, so. I thought that was just some gangster rap shit. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yeah. oh, man, Bush and, Bush and Rumsfeld on them. Like, they're, they are gangster rappers. <laughs> totally. Like, they're like, they're G-Unit. They're running in buildings. <laughs> Shooting up motherfuckers and be like, try to kill my father and all types of shit. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, we murking everybody. We doing gangster shit. I'll never forget, like, um, Bush was at a, um, and I don't blame it all on Bush. It was Cheney was terrible. Oh, Cheney was, Cheney was terrible. Uh, like, but Bush tried, you know? And I just remember, like, Bush had a personal vendetta and he was like, all these people are dying because of the Iraq war. And he was like, yeah, I hear you. Um, nothing's going to stop. But, <laughs> Just like uh, nothing's yeah. gonna stop. I mean, we're gonna do it until we kill the motherfucker. So yep. you know, like yep. I mean, but you know, my condolences. By the way, we made it. You know what I'm saying? Like they had that victory mission accomplished. Yeah. And like there was no what mission was accomplished. They killed Saddam. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like that wasn't the you know Saddam. Yeah. I mean, Saddam yeah. was put into power by the United States in the first place. Exactly. You know, that whole, it's a yeah. whole, it, and it's really the mission that was accomplished was they secured oil profits. Yeah. You know, and and, and I mean, come Man. on, it's 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 pretty transparent if you if you look at the it was you, they it, were not lying. If you look at the historical patterns, you know, like where follow the money. You want exactly. you want to find the crime, you follow the money. Absolutely. You know that absolutely. But, uh, that is. You know. All right. I, I, you know. Hey. <laughs> hey. And. and I just want to say this too, you know. What up? Never give up. Never. Right? There's always hope and every little bit helps. You know? Absolutely. So like, like I said earlier, you touch one person, you, you know, you can change the world. So Absolutely. I don't know. Thanks, Chris, man. It's uh, been a no pleasure, problem, bro. man. Thank you, brother, man. I appreciate you. Thank you, everybody. All right, y'all. Thank you for all for listening. Uh, thank you, Jay Davis, for giving us your story and, and having a good conversation with me again. Uh, remember, guys, be good to your people, bro. You know? Thank you for listening, Kristen.